Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. That's been my intro for a while now. Let me know what you think. Should I get a new intro? Should I continue? I don't know. It just occurred to me. I don't know why. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about something that I saw in the news, and it had to do with uh, the high school application process, and more specifically, New York City's high school application process. And I saw an article where students are finding out the results of the schools they applied to, and there's a lot of controversy behind it. This system was revamped by the former mayor, Bill de Blasio, and it's not looking like it's working all that well. I don't know. So let's get into it. So like I said, there was an article that was talking about the New York City um, high school application process and the fact that, you know, there's a lot of students who aren't getting in where they applied, et cetera, and so forth. So let me let me kind of give you some background. Now, I haven't lived in New York for a minute, so I'm not that familiar with what the process is now. But in New York City, there are hundreds of high schools throughout the five boroughs that students can apply to. So I don't know if in recent years the process had been different, but when I went to high school, basically... You could go to your zoned high school, your local high school, the high school that was closest to you in your neighborhood. You were automatically enrolled in that high school, and you could go there. Or you could apply to a different high school. I guess it's kind of similar to how in other states and places, parents will apply to charter schools. Um, So I think it's the same kind of thing, but only thing, it's all public school. So you could apply to, you might want to go to a different school if you had a talent or if you wanted to go for a specific program. In New York City, they had high schools that specialized in nursing or in vocational training. You could go to certain schools for computer skills or for science or some schools, you know, had were very rigorous in their academics. And New York City also has specialized high schools, like Bronx High School of Science, Stuyvesant, Brooklyn Tech, LaGuardia, Music and Art and the Performing Arts. And those schools had a separate way to apply and audition in some of those schools. Or you had to take a special a test to get into those schools. Like it was is different than the other schools. The other high schools, you could just apply to them. And some of them might have some extra requirements, interviews, things like that. But those specialized high schools are the hardest to get into. And then there's other schools around the city. Some are better than others. So that's how the system used to be. And There has been a lot of, I guess, complaints or controversy in recent years because the top schools, the best performing high schools, weren't very diverse. And so they were trying to find a way to 
make it more diverse so that more students could qualify. Whether more diverse meant for minorities like blacks and, and Hispanics, maybe the top schools were heavily white students and Asians, definitely in the specialized high schools. I, I know that that has been the makeup. Uh, so it hasn't been very diverse. And so in order to try to make it a little more fair, the DOE, as they're known now, the Department of Education, um, when I was in school, it was the Board of Education. But So the DOE came up with a system in the last couple of months, actually. It was very, it was all of a sudden, and right before the time period where students in middle school and junior high school would be applying for high schools. And right before that started, they changed the system this year. So I think that was around February, maybe March. And they said, okay, so now what you're going to do is you're going to list your 12 preferences. So you're in order of preference. You're your 12 schools, 12 high schools that you want to go to in order of preference. And then maybe you'll get in, maybe you won't. So it's kind of like a lottery. Okay. And so that just left everything up to chance. So basically, it seems that they took away the fact that you might be getting higher marks because or points because you 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 had the best GPA and things like that. That has basically been thrown out. Attendance is not a factor. Standardized test scores are not a factor. They're not looking at that anymore. So what's happening now is you get a point system. Some kind of algorithm is going to assign you some sort of points, and then those points get averaged to determine which of four lottery groups you're going to fall into. Okay? Like what? Lottery groups? So you know what happens in a lottery, right? You don't know what's going to happen. It's random. When you're thrown into a lottery, you have no control. So it doesn't matter what you picked. The computer's going to spit it out, and you're going to end up going there. You know, some kids spend all of their early years in, in elementary school and middle school and also in or junior high school doing everything they can to earn top grades and to beef up their application so that they can get into the best schools. So they can, you know, it's kind of like you work hard and you achieve. It's, it's, it's really very similar to applying to college. You know, you work hard, you get the best grades, the top grades. Um, you do a lot of extracurricular activities, all of that kind of stuff. You take certain tests maybe you audition, whatever, and then you get into the top colleges that way. Could you imagine if all of the colleges said, you know what, we're not going to do that anymore to be more diverse. We're just going to throw you guys into a one big old melting pot and pull names out of a hat. And if you're lucky, you can go. And if you're not, you can't. What? Like, how is that fair? How are you able to do that? 
Like, imagine this. Imagine if you are an average student, middle of the road, and you've got kind of average scores. It's not high 90s, you know, you're not topping the scales, but you're not low. You don't have like low 70s, but you've got like 80, 85. Well, you've got the same chance of getting into a good top school as the kid who has all 90s, 95s, 98s. Someone who has really, really worked hard to get that. Now, is that fair or not? It seems kind of unfair because what are we saying? Why should you work that hard and bust your butt to get that high, high average if you have the same chance to get in as someone who maybe doesn't, didn't work as hard? Now, now, before you shoot me down, I know that there are some kids who work very, very hard just to get that average grade. And they're never going to get those 90s and 95s and stuff. I get that. But I don't think the system should be set up that if you are a high-achieving student, then you just have to get luck of the draw to be rewarded for that. I do think you need to look at the average student's and, and the low average students, because think about it. If you're putting an average student into a school with a rigorous program, then you have to ask yourself, are they even going to be able to meet the requirements of that program? Are they going to be able to perform at that level? I'm not saying that kids who are in the middle aren't smart. That's not what I'm trying to say. But sometimes... If you're in the middle, you're going to struggle, you know, and and are we setting up some of our students for failure? It's certainly going to give some good opportunities for some of the kids who get lucky enough to get into those programs when before they couldn't. That's true. But at the same time, there's going to be those kids who aren't going to do well because they're in a program and they're in over their heads. And also, like I said before, it kind of penalizes the other kids. You know, I remember when I was in school. Let's jump back to my school experience, okay? So going to high school was a big deal. We had a high school fair. Just like you have college fairs and you go and... And, and all of the colleges have tables set up and, and brochures, and they're telling you about their programs and everything. High schools had the same thing in New York City. And I, I remember going in, and it was really exciting. And you had a little, like, brochure and a, you know that had all the high schools in New York City listed in it and all of the ones that had open admissions. You could apply to any school that had open admissions. The other schools had, like I said, either a standardized test or an audition or interview or some other requirement that you needed to try to apply. I didn't want to go to my local high school because it's kind of silly, but I wanted to be able to take the train every day to school. Okay, so my local high school was walking distance. It was like a half mile away from my home. I didn't want to go there. I wanted to go away. You know, I wanted to be able to travel. Well, my mom would not let me go to any high school in Brooklyn. That was off the list because we lived in the Bronx. So Brooklyn, no. Queens, no. Staten Island, don't even think about it. Um, South Bronx, absolutely not. 
because there was a school in South Bronx, um, Samuel Gompers, I wanted to apply to there. She was like, no, you're not going to the South Bronx. If you don't know about the South Bronx back then, <laughs> in the 80s, you know, watch some videos. You'll find out. Anyway, so that just left the area where I lived in the Bronx, the North Bronx, and um, Manhattan. She was willing to let me go to Manhattan. Yay, I could do that because I could take a train to go to school in Manhattan. So I looked around. I looked at that, and I remember going to the fair, and I saw you know, a table for um, Julia Richmond High School, which had a talent program, a band, Talent Unlimited. And that was something. I was in the band in my junior high school, and I wanted to go to a school that had a band because I wanted to continue to play. I played flute. Was I good at it? Eh, I was okay. <laughs> Nothing to write home about. I wasn't getting into Juilliard, but but I could I could play. Uh, I enjoyed performing. So I wanted a school that had a band. I wasn't going to apply to any high school that didn't that I didn't know had a band. So I saw the table and the setup for Julia Richmond. And they had brochures and everything about their Talent Unlimited program. And basically, it's a program that had band, choir, musical theater, dance, drama. And you could apply by audition. So, make a long story short, that is where I ended up going. I did get in. You know, if I had not had the opportunity to apply to that school, I wouldn't have gotten in. As a matter of fact... I think I applied to three or four high schools. Imagine if I had to just list them on a list of 12 high schools and hope that I got into one. Under this program, I don't know. I don't know if they would still allow us to apply by audition or if we would have just had to put our names in a hat. Because that's really what it is. You're putting your name in a hat and hoping that they pull your name to go to that school. Well, you know, if I had my heart set on going there, and then you're telling me, well, no, but you can go to these other schools. You know, is that fair? As a matter of fact, like in the article, there were some kids who didn't get into any of the 12 schools that they applied for, not even the 12th one on their list. They ended up at some other schools that they hadn't even heard of, and they got placed in that school. What kind of program is that? What kind of system is that, that you don't even get one of your 12 choices? Are you kidding me? So then why did they even bother applying? Do you know how heartbreaking that is for a high school student who can't get into their first pick or their second pick or their third pick or their fourth pick? Could you imagine if college was like that and you applied to five different colleges? Not only do you not get into them, but then they decide to send you to some some school you've never even heard of that may or may not even have what you're asking for? Because that's the other thing. They didn't get into the school they wanted any of the 12 schools that they chose, and they're going to some other school that may or may not have the programming that they wanted in the first place. Because again, every high school has something different to offer. You know, what if you end up in a high school for nursing, but you don't want to be a nurse, and that's their specialized program? I mean, 
every high school has the basic, you know, curriculum, math, English, social studies, science, yada, yada, right? But like I said, some schools have special programs. You know, some schools, like I said, are for, you know, their, their program is focusing on teaching. And you don't get sent to a school for that. What good is that? How does that help you? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't understand what this new process is or what this new algorithm is, but it it really doesn't work. There has to be a way to increase diversity that doesn't end up taking away from those students who have achieved at the top. Because it's really not fair to them. That the, the biggest losers in this situation are the top performing students. They're the, they're the ones that are suffering. So a system shouldn't be taking away from somebody. Okay, it should be adding. And there's got to be better ways to add more diversity to the top schools without hurting these other kids. I don't know. That's my two cents. I don't know if this makes sense. I know I jumped around a little bit. But let me know what you think. If you're from New York, let me know. What do you think about this system? Do you think it's as crazy as, as I think it is? Or are you okay with it? Do you think it's fair? I don't, I don't, I, I really don't think it's fair. But, you know, I could be wrong. I don't think I usually am, but maybe I am. I don't know. But since it's my podcast, I'm going to say that I'm not wrong. <laughs> so anyway let me know what you think let's talk about it okay thanks for listening make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content and i'll talk to you next